pageant culture is alive and well in the South. We actually did a whole episode on the Azalea Trail Maids of Mobile and how Junior Miss was born out of that tradition. Almost every festival has a queen or a court of royalty from babies to adults represented. We are coming into the spring and summer festival season, so today we wanted to talk about some of these festival queens and the unlikely titles these chosen royals carry. Meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Welcome back to your weekly dose of Southern culture here on the (laughs) Steel Magnolias podcast. We are in the middle of festival season deep in the South here, and it's about to get hot. So a lot of festivals actually have happened in late March, early April. Trying to get that milder weather. Yes, yes. But it's, yeah, and it's starting to feel, feel warm fast. But, you know, pageantry, as you said in your intro, is a integral part of many festivals that we have in the south it's funny how we have all of these various age representations of queens and princesses why do you think that is why do you think we pulled in i about sounded really country why do you think we pulled in (laughs) the just that element of having a queen or a royal court as part of some of these more just street festivals it is a good question i'm not sure where all of that started i mean certainly mardi gras is old and that has always had like a court okay you know kind of a thing i don't know i think southerners are they do have an esteem for manners and etiquette so maybe Mm. there's something to do with that of like trying to raise kids up with a okay something to yeah esteem too maybe that's a good thought i don't know and then you know you of course you hope it's not just straight up beauty pageant that there's right. also some well some of the ones that i saw and i might mention have this interviews later, and there's a scholarship component right. to some of them so they are looking for some you know well-roundedness in right. general and somebody that's wanting to further their education or go into a field of study that maybe has to do with the festival agriculture or something like that another thing I noticed as I was doing my research on this is a lot of these festivals are around something in that's you know maybe like a whole a um particular industry yeah that a state is wanting to kind of celebrate and spread the word across yes more of the region makes sense what they do makes sense Um, so that makes sense too that they would want representation on a queen or a Mm -hmm. somebody who can be out speaking on their behalf yeah yeah that's easy like a built-in spokesperson that's right well before we jump into some of the specifics that we're going to talk about festival funny festivals and the queens and courts that they carry we wanted to thank our partner orca coolers right here out in nashville tennessee we've partnered with them this month as they have released the brand new drinkware the orca traveler and the orca camper are both available now 
and we have a set that we're giving away on our Instagram account in just a couple of days. So you still, if you're listening to this the day it releases, still got time to jump in. You can go over to our Instagram at Steel Magnolias Podcast and look for a very cute picture of us holding up our drink, our new drinkware, and those are the ones that we'll be giving away. But I already started using the camper, which is, imagine a coffee mug that's um, double-walled and uh, vacuum-sealed, seamless, real pretty design. With that wonderful handle. With the handle and, of course, the the top that makes it so secure to keep your hot, hot and your cold, cold. And I just love it. I mean, it's just so awesome to be able to sit my coffee cup around my house where I, the way I do. And it, it sits there for 30 minutes before I've even hot. realized that I didn't finish it. And it's still hot. So we are very excited about all of the drinkware that Orca carries. And this is just great new additions. Good addition. So check them out. We'll put a link to them in our show notes if you want to see some of the products that they offer. And go enter our Instagram giveaway. Okay. Let's dive into some funny festival queens. Let's do it. Have you ever heard of the Rattlesnake Rodeo Festival? (laughs) No, and I would be scared to go. I would too. Actually. Well, it's an OP Alabama. OPP. Who's down with OPP? Who's down with OPP? (laughs) So that is south of Montgomery, west of Dothan. So pretty far down in the state. Yes, very far down. Um, Eastern Diamondback Rattlesnakes are i guess prevalent in that area and so this is something this is a festival that the um jc's started making an annual event they do have um, a whole court represented in various age groups the tiny miss the little miss the junior miss and the teen miss wow that is the um yeah so all ages from six to eight is the youngest, and eighteen to twenty-one is the actual the queen. Miss Rattlesnake yeah. Rodeo <laughs> Festival <laughs> Queen. I wonder if she has to like engage with a rattlesnake. Oh, like, what Lord. is the rattlesnake interaction happening at this well, festival? At the festival, they uh, are you ready for this? They have snake races they have snake they cook snakes they do snakes go fast enough to have a race you think i guess some of them do which really only just added to my fear of snakes the fact that they might be able to go fast well i really hope that's not true there is buck dancing contest which we talked about that early on in our southern dancing we did and they have some you know entertainment with even bands country music artists from nashville that come for this particular festival so anyhow uh that's so fun that would be scary but fun a title to carry the rattlesnake rodeo queen wow well i saw that you know again like maybe it's not as extreme funny as that but still when you think about being in a pageant it's still kind of funny to be the corn queen, right? <laughs> so the Louisiana Corn Festival's in Bunky, Louisiana, which is really almost in the middle of the state. And the 34th annual Louisiana Corn Festival will be held June 9th, 10th, and 11th. So you could still go to that one. So the festival is held every year, the second full weekend in June. The festival slogan, All Shucks, oh, originated cute. in 1986 and is still 
the only corn festival in the state of Louisiana. So the contestants in the pageant are judged, judged on beauty, poise, personality, presentation, and overall experience. They have to be a resident of Louisiana, obviously. And they have to have a, a extensive knowledge of the Corn Festival and the city of Bunky. Okay, because there again, they want to be somebody representing them yes. out there well. So contestants and parents must present exemplary ladylike, that's in quotes, ladylike <laughs> behavior leading up to the pageant. Uh, practice interview and during the pageant including all social media aspects oh they're and checking that your social cracked media. me up that's right that that has to be added your lady likeness better come through on your exactly. social media yeah. yeah or start deleting some posts <laughs> once your application has been there submitted may have been a scandal that got that added on later <laughs> <laughs> so they have a, a $1,000 scholarship that's okay. up for grabs, which is fantastic. And their age divisions are 11 through 22. So 11 to 13, 14 to 16, and then 17 to 22. Okay. But they um, have some commitments. You, you forget, it's not just the crowning moment of glory. There's commitments of in-person events. Earning your scholarship miss louisiana corn has to attend 30 festivals and all parish events that are held within that okay um, you know louisiana has yeah, like parishes right so and then miss queen will compete at the louisiana fair so i'm sure that's like also its own sort of fun to see the culmination of all of these festival Different, queens coming right, together out of louisiana May I, I'm going to mention one now that may be competing against the Corn Queen oh, wow. at the fair. And that is the Bro Bridge Crawfish Festival. <laughs> okay. Is that a city name, Bro? Uh, Bro Bridge. Bro I Bridge. Is okay. Name. Yes. Okay. And it's just northeast of Lafayette, Louisiana. Okay. This festival began in 1960. That's a long time ago. Wow. And the Louisiana legislature had just named Brobridge the crawfish capital of the world in 1959. All so right. they began this festival, which is now known apparently around the country and even the world. Oh. Personally had never heard of it. I'd but be- after reading about it, it's on my list of want to hit. Seriously? Okay. It's the first weekend of May. Okay. So if you're Pretty listening weather. and you can still you can still hit this one. It's become one of the largest gatherings in the world of famous Cajun musicians. Oh, so lively and fun. So you can hear authentic Cajun, Zydeco, and Swamp Pop music, which I've never heard of Swamp Pop. Swamp Pop. But does that not sound intriguing? Yes. I mean, really. I might be on Spotify later looking up Swamp Pop. (laughs) So they have a whole court that has a crawfish king, a crawfish queen, um, you know, the junior crawfish queen, the little miss, the master pincher, which is a boy. No. Is that not the cutest? Every boy's dream, master pincher. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. The baby pincher, which is age zero months to 47 months. All contestants must reside in Louisiana. But I thought, what a fun, that sounds like a really fun festival. That sounds awesome. Since the Cajuns you, know how to party. They so do. That just seems like that would be. They do. 
a really fun one. Okay, since you've mentioned you've opened the swamp um, <laughs> can, I'll I'll jump in that. This is not Louisiana. This is another area of swamp in South Carolina. Is the Puddin Swamp Festival? Oh my gosh, now, Puddin with yeah. no G. Yeah, I know. In fact, my notes I actually had. It could not autocorrect enough. Like it just kept wanting to put that G in there. That's no, it's hilarious. the Puddin' Swamp Festival. So it is in Turbeville, South Carolina, which is kind of between, it's inland. It's kind of between Columbia, South Carolina and Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay. Sort of. Uh, so this is, you know, I'm going to just kind of go from the website because who says Sometimes it best that's the then. best way that's right so in the fall of 2007 a group of community leader- leaders gathered at turboville town hall on green street to begin working on a festival for turboville i hope i'm saying that right the festival would be in april of 2008 and it would become an annual tradition known as the puddin swamp festival named for what the turboville area was originally referred to as so that's like oh, the original okay. name of this area so they have been doing this since 2008, and the pageant is one of the main portions okay. of the Putin Swamp Festival. And uh, I just thought it was really cute the way the, the schedule is. I mean, be ready for everything, anything and everything. So I'm talking like high school choirs. Maybe that's something you would expect at a festival to bait casting contest okay and then my favorite was that dj carolina cruisin was gonna close out the conclusion of the beauty contest <laughs> so i'm not familiar with dj carolina cruisin but that's that how they, sounds fun that's how they closed it out so it actually already happened it was earlier in april so sorry if that sounds so fun that you want to go put it on your list for next year <laughs> <laughs> they've been going since 2008 so i think they're it's gonna, it's gonna it'll, continue. it'll be an annual thing well Vidalia, Georgia is known for their wonderfully sweet, so yummy onion. Yes. And there's the Vidalia Onion Festival. It was actually just this past weekend, but it's southeast of Atlanta, south of Augusta, Mm -hmm. and it's the celebration of the wonderful onion from the area. I was a little surprised to read, it's been... uh, recognized as one of the five don't miss festivals across the u.s no. by msnbc what and the southeast tourism society top 20 event okay that is interesting so i don't know it sounds like they got it going on down there wow. but they have a whole royal court as well uh glitz and pageantry from all ages represented in fact i even found you know, pictures of the winners because mm-hmm. the winners are deemed before the festival. Yes, that's the case in so some that, of these. Yeah. So she could be a part of the festival be in her really, crown. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wear it with pride. <laughs> and like I said, with many of these, they're then expected to kind of be spokesperson for the Vidalia mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Onion <laughs> throughout the state events. So this was the 45th annual. I'm not sure if you already said that, but that's a lot of years to have been having a festival. And this year, Callie Anderson will wear uh, the crown over over to the Vidalia Onion Festival and promote the Vidalia Onion throughout the year, like you said. She has a message for anyone who's never been to 
the festival. Okay. People should definitely come to the festival. It's a lot of fun. It's also important that people come to know the economic impact the Vidalia Onion has on our region and why we celebrate it each year. Okay. And then Malia Pittman is the 2022 Teen Miss Vidalia Onion. And she said of the honor that it means to her, I'm so excited, she exclaimed. It's like I'm dreaming and I just am waiting to wake up. Wearing the crown of Miss Teen Vidalia Onion really means a lot to me. How sweet. So, I mean, that's Precious. Full of pride with their new yes. role. Yes. That's sweet. I mean, it, we, we don't know the doors of opportunity that this actually does open yeah. up to them or the. Even just in building confidence. And yeah. Like that, yeah. The, for sure. The internship it takes them to in meeting somebody at That's an event true. or the careers Even they just get getting to used see. to talking to adults in yeah. different ways. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Well, I let the calendar get away from me. I'm not sure if I could have made it or not, but I'm sort of bummed I, we missed the Cornbread Festival just down in South Pittsburgh yes, this we... past weekend near Chattanooga. We've we've mentioned before on here the beauty that is Lodge Cast Iron. Lodge yes. Cast Iron is uh, made, in, made and manufactured right in outside. South Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm, right outside of Chattanooga in South Pittsburgh. They have an awesome factory outlet there. If you ever are in the area, you can stop in during their store hours and buy things from there. Even if you don't need cast iron, like it's just good kitchen stuff. Oh, for sure. So they are the main sponsor of the Cornbread Festival, rightly so, which is held there in uh, South Pittsburgh. But they have a queen that represents the festival throughout the year. Miss National Cornbread Queen is in the oldest age group, receives a $300 cash prize. There's also a cash prize for the winner in each group. And attire is Southern slash country wear or Sunday best slash Easter dress. Oh, that's cute. No formal wear allowed. Love it. I thought that's really sweet. Get your sweet. gingham sundress on. It is. Yes. It look, I mean, that's more fitting, I think, to... For these kinds of festivals. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really fun. Now... But don't go Daisy Duke on them because you got to be ladylike. That's right. Sunday dress. <laughs> So I'll go ahead and say congratulations to Cassie Jo Nugent, the 2022 Miss National Cornbread Queen. You go, girl. You did it. I want to know what she wore. I know. What was her representation? Hey, find us on Instagram. I'll dig up a picture of her and post it on there this week. Awesome. Well, Georgia also has a peach festival. Oh, classic. Yes. Of course. They're... It's split between two cities that are just 15 minutes apart. I thought that was kind of funny. Like both kind of known for their peaches. Fort Valley and Byron. So that's both are southwest of Macon, east of Columbus, southeast of Atlanta. Okay. It's been going for 36 years. And it's a June festival. So Mm -hmm. you can still jump into the Georgia Peach Festival if you like. But they also do the whole pageantry with the tiny miss through the miss. Mm -hmm. So so sweet. Ages 4 to 24 represented in this different categories. I feel like you would have a persuasion to wear peach. That color. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I don't know if anybody does that. But just when you said that, I was already imagining peach formal wear. Well. Which doesn't look good on everybody. So I'm not recommending that, actually. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> I wouldn't have thought that that would be a good color on me, but I often get compliments when I wear peach. I thought I was more of a, okay, this cool shows tones. my age, winter, because oh. that um, they used to put you in seasons. There was a particular, oh. anyway, the jewel tone kind of wintry yes. colors were yes. my best. But I think spring is the color that's peach falls yeah. in. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't know. I do okay in peach, but that's so funny. Peach formal wear, though, that sounds a little. That sounds like you gotta get a spray tan. Gotta, gotta. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> well, do you have any others? I had one other in my notes. It's already happened, but the Sea and Sand Festival at Folly Beach oh, in Charleston. I love Folly Beach. Folly Beach is such a fun surf town. They've got some just like. I mean, dive bar sorts of places. Have you places. ever seen the Tides Hotel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they do there the Sandcastle Building Contest. And those were the pictures that I loved of like sandcastles wow. of like a big sea turtle. Or yeah. Like really pretty. That's um, fun. I know. I thought that would be a fun thing to see. But they have a queen. And so. Oh, how fun. That's the only other one I had in my notes. See, that seems like that would be a high competition spot because there's some fit people that live in that area because they surf. Uh-huh. There's lots of just people riding their bike to get to and from. It's just a very athletic, uh, outdoorsy sort of, of coastal community. places are, right? Yeah. Like you got to so, look good in your... That might be kind of competitive over there versus some of these inland sort of <laughs> swamp places that we've talked about. I don't know. Well, there are there are so many so many. There's no way we could cover them all. Well, there's but. even just general funny festivals too that maybe don't have a pageantry associated that could with be it. A whole nother episode, couldn't it? There are. I actually have some notes on some that we're oh. going to do on for this produced future content for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to happen. That's coming. Wait for it. Um, yeah, we'll definitely do that. But. Our good friend Jason Gilbreth was telling me about a couple of ones that he thought were funny yeah. one time. And I put that in my notes of, oh, that could be a funny uh, episode sometime. Well, we have a Facebook group that's Steel Magnolias. And we put out the question, do we have any festival queens in our midst? So if you aren't in our Facebook group and enjoy Facebook, you should find us. Um there at Steel Magnolias Podcast. But I thought this was so fun. So Rebecca said that her roommate in college was the cotton queen and that her sweet mate was the soybean queen. Okay. Allison's mom, out right outside of Chattanooga or in Chattanooga, Allison's mom was the cotton ball princess in 1970. Oh, hey. So that sounds like a fun title, cotton ball princess so fun well i got looking again at the azalea trail maids website while i was doing my research yeah. and that is just something else that whole culture around yeah mobile and how they represent all over the country it really is pretty awesome if you want to know more about that you should listen to our episode on the azalea that, trail maids. that was fascinating because i mean we talked at length about the costume. I mean, the, the storage even required for a dress that's that large. That's huge and yeah. yeah. If that's of interest to you, <laughs> I'll put that in the show notes. So, 
Well, we hope that you guys have a great week. And like I said, if you haven't already, go find us on Instagram. Join our contest for the Orca drinkware. We'll be giving that away this week. Well, you're such a great co-host and editor. I wish I had a sash. I would just right now deem you the magnolia queen <laughs> that is i will take it that would be my first pageant uh, here you go crown and and sash so thank you and i, re- I received that and with that i'll say peace be with you larva thank you and also with y'all <laughs>